Welcome to the Business of Being a Woman, the podcast where we share the honest and sometimes messy truth of navigating life as a woman who wants more. I'm Hannah, a naturopath and human design coach for women in business. And I'm Phoebe, a women's self-love, mindset and business coach. In a world of tired women settling for good enough, we're asking and answering the uncomfy questions that will help you raise the standard of how you experience yourself, your body, your relationships, your business and your life. It's time to do what women do best. Let's talk some shit. <laughs> Ladies, we are digging into business wobbles this week and I have told Hannah nothing about what I want to tell her today because I am in the heat of it and I know that part of something that Hannah and I really wanted to share on this podcast was us like in in the heat of it, like in the middle of some of the wobbles and the ups and the downs and like catch us not just in that post phase where we figured everything out and oh my gosh Hannah I'm in it I literally I was an hour early to the podcast <laughs> stressing me out <laughs> funny chaotic shit show in my mind right now but so funny because I feel like when we talk about business wobbles we're always talking about like it's all hard but like the hard stuff the shit stuff when things don't go to plan and when we're disappointed and all those sorts of things and I'm right in the middle of like my first world problems of literally all of my plans going well and like all my manifestations coming true and me just being like, what's happening? (laughs) So it's a good wobble. It's a good wobble, but oh my gosh, it's intense. I literally, the whole drive here, I was like screaming in my car in like a really beautiful way of like, it's happening, what's going on? Oh my God, buckle in. And I'm literally like, I'm buzzing. Like I'm super dysregulated at this moment in time. Like this is not a healthy, normal place for me to be, but it's from such a beautiful thing. So I will, I will give you the context. I'll give you where we're at and we can, we can actually work from there. And so like, yeah, to give some context, I've probably, I've been in this business for about a year. I've been doing lots of the groundwork. We've done like the early stages of not a whole lot happening and really doing the work on the lead up and to even like drop some numbers and stuff to make it make sense. Like I've had a few like 5K months. I've had like a couple of 7K months. Like I've had some good things going on and like the momentum's been building. And now we're like a week into November. It's Thursday. I still have like two more sales calls this week. I have like five sales calls booked next week. I have like so much happening. My DMs are like going off right now and I'm literally staring down the barrel of like a 20K sales week and I'm genuinely (laughs) freaking the fuck out. (laughs) This is so exciting. It's so exciting, but I'm literally like, I can feel myself on this, this, this huge grown up part of me that's like, Yes, exactly. Like, this is totally cool. And usually, like, I get off a sales call that, like, closes and goes really well and I'm so steady and just like, hmm, excellent. Love that for me. Moving on with my day. And, like, because it's just been so back-to-back, I'm just literally, like, closing these sales calls and people are like, yep, I'm in. Send me the links. And I'm just like, what? (laughs) Oh, my gosh. And I'm just – I'm definitely – I'm just – my nervous system is like, what the fuck is going on? Like, there's so much happening and – I haven't even, I feel like I haven't even had that breather to like every day. I'm like, okay, I'm like grounding and I'm trying to settle myself, but I haven't had that time to really dig in and be like, okay, where are all the fears? And like, let's really face them. I'm just like batting limiting beliefs left and right. Like they're coming out of like every, every corner of the room constantly. 
And yeah, it's just intense. It's like this beautiful thing where I'm like, part of me is like, of course it's happening. Like everything's coming together. We have like such beautiful relationships with all these clients. Like we've built to this. It all makes total sense. And then other parts of me are just like, what the hell? Like, what's going on? Does it feel different? And why does it feel different to say the success that you've had? I'm guessing you would have had a similar kind of cash month in your gym and previous businesses. Why is this like you've moved this kind of money before? So, yeah, good question. That's such a good question. I think like this, the speed, the flip of this switch to like, you know, you, you do hear about these things in the online space and I've, I'm always, you know, coaching other people into staying really regulated. Like it's a long game and we do like these things and, you know, eventually it builds up to that. And it's not this overnight sort of thing. And it feels like this is one of those little bit like overnight moments where everything clicks together. And, you know, I, I don't think I've had that. I don't think I've had that. Like, the illogical. That sudden. Yeah. And the illogical, like I've always been in the past, like, you know, I put, I put this on my stories the other day that my old way of manifesting, you know, we always are manifesting way outside of our like conscious control anyway. But for me, it was always like, I can make anything happen. I can control anything into happening. Like I can work my ass off to make it happen. (laughs) Right. And it's only been in like the last few years that I've really leaned into this, like trust and surrender and understanding that like the how is not up to me. Like I have this big goal. I have this big dream. I know who I want to impact. I know what I want it to look like, but I don't understand what's in the middle. I don't get exactly how it adds up and how it comes together. And like, if you asked me three weeks ago, if it was possible to book as many clients in as I have, as many sales calls in as I have, I'd be like, probably not, you know, like this is the average, this is how we do it, like whatever, like it wouldn't feel normal. And now like it's happening and I'm just like, fuck, I'm like trying to really regulate into like, this can be normal. There's actually no, like the biggest belief that comes up is like the fluke belief, right? Of like, great week but this isn't normal and then it's like I've had another week like that and another week like that and I'm like there's actually no reason why the next week can't be like that there's no reason why the next month can't be like that there's no reason why I can't jump all these steps in the middle like that's just because your logical mind doesn't add it up and yeah I just feel like all these things are happening for me and I'm like (laughs) catching breath (laughs) I love this and I think um the part I love about it is that I feel like this is why me and you get along because like we are very logical down to earth. We aren't afraid of hard work type of people can get a result, can control situations and get what we want sort of people. (laughs) But on the other spectrum, we're also very into the energetics and the woo and the spiritual. And I feel like we're both going through a season of our life where we're playing with that and going, Mm. could this be easier? Is there another way to this? Because the current narrative and the belief systems of like, you just got to keep doing the reps. You've got to, things take time. It's like. Does it have to? Yeah. Yeah. And that I've been playing around with like my belief systems around that as well. So I'm like, Mm. do you feel like you've consciously been playing in that realm of energetics, possibility, potentiality more than you have the strategy side of things? Or do you think it's combo? definitely a combo like I I do I am lucky in the way that I do find it really I think because my belief in where I'm going is so solid even when you know from that energetic perspective even when I really don't understand how it adds up like there's no math I can do that tells me I'm going to make a million dollars a year like just logically 
none of the math you do about that is going to make sense to me. So I've just had to come to terms with like, that's not how it happens is not me doing the math. Like that's not how it is. So I definitely play in that realm, but I also am just so at peace. Like, I love that you say play, like play is the word. Like I'm, I'm constantly off with the fucking fairies visualizing like just how easy life is and how smooth it is. And like these wild dreams, like fulfilling for me. And if nothing comes of that, I'm so fine with it because today I just, I was playing in that room. Like it was still fun. I was still there. I got to experience it before we were even there. So I'm yeah, constantly playing in that space and just really had to, you know, work quite hard to lean into that trust and surrender, to let go of some of that control and to honor that, like, this is my journey and that is my dream. And I can just trust that that's for me. And so whatever happens on the way is just part of that path. And like, when you can find peace with that, you will show up every day. There's no, you're not going through that battle of, is this worth it? Like, it's just, it just is the path. Like, it's just what I do. It's who I am. It's not a whole big question. So hundred percent play in that world all the time. I love it. And I don't always tell everyone I'm playing there because it's so like, my dreams are so wild. (laughs) What are they? Well, just my expectations of like what I think are going to happen. Like on my vision board is like a million dollar year, like a hundred percent. That's been on there for not that long, just the last year. And it feels like, you know, I've been through different things of like, you have, you have to regulate into what you believe to be true for you. And honestly I like I feel so safe in the million I'm not even like oh let me do like a hundred thousand first like I know I'll go through that phase like that's gonna you have to do a hundred thousand to get to a million like those things are happening but I don't feel a need to focus on them because I know where I'm going and I'm already so sure about that outcome I don't know when it happens I don't know how it happens but I'm just sure about it and I'm not there's no disappointment or anything in between that because like this is just trust like mm. and that's so fun what do you think about because like this is a different type of like business wobble right it's like normally it's like in the struggle or when things aren't going right who we are and normally there's beliefs around that about not being enough not being worthy etc all this good shit that's happening and coming into reality now for you do you do you feel because like I feel like in the manifestation world there's like there's 50% of people saying you have to feel worthy of what you want and mm. your desires for them to bring in. And there's another 50% that are like, you don't have to feel worthy of it. It just has to feel safe. Yeah. Do you feel worthy of the things that are coming in right now? I think so. I think worthiness wise, like that's something that's generally pretty solid for me. I would say right now, I don't feel hundred percent safe. Like there's a, there's fear going on in me. Cause and unknown. Yeah. And that's what the rattle is. And and not logical fears because I can feel the two parts of myself having that conversation of like, like I'm talking to myself in the car. I'm like, what, what are you afraid of? And I'm like, oh, like I won't show up or it won't be good enough or I'll like just freak out. There'll be too many people and I won't want to do the thing or like, you know, I'll let people down. Like I've seen people be let down in, in like other containers and things like that. And none of them, you know, are anywhere near who I am. Like that, it, it doesn't make any logical sense. So I know that I will move through those but I definitely feel like the worthiness of it as well is something that it's the same with confidence like we're always waiting it's like we want to feel worthy before we have the thing we want to feel confident before we do the thing and I think it comes with doing the thing like I'm not going to feel safe holding this many clients in containers I'm not going to feel safe 
holding and managing this much money until I've proven to myself that I can hold that space and I can manage that much money. Like, how else am I supposed to get that evidence? I'm not going to get it by, like, hanging back and waiting. Like, I don't know, you can't do a training course on, like, how to manage $100,000 a month and now you're ready for it to come in. Like, it doesn't... (laughs) It doesn't work. You have there's always going to be a level of wobble that you you have to be okay with the wobbling mm. and have those tools to support you. Like I can feel, I can feel in this space where I'm like, all right, I see this is so helpful for me because I see how all of my tools play out. I see how all of the things that I usually lean on to support me myself to grow through these things work. And then I also see that line between you know, like for my clients looking and seeing, you know, when are they ready to hold this level of business? And it's, I don't think it's ever like a a when, but I think there's definitely things that it makes sense that we go through this path to get there and that it doesn't happen overnight. And that maybe when you do hit a certain point and you are a certain person who can hold certain things, like the overnight can occur because you actually are not going to shit the bed when it happens. Or maybe, maybe, who knows? Maybe I am going to shit the bed. Maybe that's part of the path. Who knows? Like, <laughs> But do you think the skills and your ability from all of the, like, oh, let's call them the bad wobbles, like the wobbles <laughs> that when things aren't going right and how you've had to regulate yourself through that, is that what's prepared you for the dysregulation of this? Or does it feel like different, different set of tools, different process that you're going to have to take yourself through to be able to hold this? It kind of feels like same tools, but like, yeah, like different journey. Like it definitely feels different. I think, I suppose it's almost like we're so, how many times in life have we comforted ourselves and other people through hard things? Like that's a skill and experience we're quite familiar with. We've all been through that. How often have you had to comfort yourself through all your wildest dreams coming true? Like, <laughs> or your friend being like, they're there. Like, oh, yeah. no, you poor millionaire. Like, it's not that often that we have to do these things. Like, but do you have any fears coming up around, like, tall poppy syndrome in that, in that side of success? Mm, I actually don't feel too much of that. I'm so, so lucky that I... I almost feel like I've trained all of my friends and family to be like, we just don't do that shit. (laughs) (laughs) I just hold this energetic standard in people around me that like, you, you know how much I love. Like I think anyone in my world knows how much love I have. And I almost think I make it like really difficult and really unacceptable to hate on someone who just loves so much. Like it's really hard. Yeah. I feel like I'm hard to hate because, like, where? what are you going to pick on? Like, I just loved you too much. Like, oh, no. <laughs> I'm sure as as she blows up, there's going to be some haters somewhere. Like, it's going to trigger somebody. But I don't feel that much in my – ooh. I don't feel that much in – I say my friends and family, but there, are, there is another slice of my family that I'm not super close with that are, you know, very unhealed and challenged and going through, like, lots of their own things that I definitely know – you know, those are conversations we've had before and they wouldn't be cute, but catch them on the right day and they'll just be like, I love you, great job, but it's in there somewhere. Mm. Fuck yeah, Phoebes. Oh, thank you. I feel like I can breathe a little bit. I felt like I was holding it in because I can just, was like, I just need to tell this to Hannah in person <laughs> and like get the rawness in here. And now I'm like, oh, thank God, I'm fine. <laughs> and yeah, I feel like no one talks about 
that. I feel like more and more people are talking a little bit about the wobble behind business and that things aren't always like red hot like they are on Instagram and stuff like that. I feel like those conversations are slowly starting to come out. Mm. But yeah, what about the wobble of like the up level? The mm. responsibility as well. Like you and I talk a lot about like the fear of responsibility. It's one of my biggest fears. <laughs> yeah. And literally it's me being like, okay, I've got this program and I've got this program. It can fit this many people. I would run it like this. Fits perfectly in my calendar. Very reasonable. Everything is fine. I love my life. People start signing up for it. Few more people start signing up for it than I thought. And I'm like, I'm going to be so overwhelmed. And I'm like, you're actually not. It's the same amount of time. It's the same container. It's the same everything that you planned. And it's just actually perfect and what Mm. you wanted it to do. And it's actually going to be okay. But yeah, you feel like all of those fears of like overwhelm and I won't be able to hold it. And it's going to be so much more time or effort or energy or something that I'm going to let people down. But logically doesn't make sense I just need to bring my body and my mind on board with that experience 100% 100% it's so funny because I have seen you know like I feel my social feed with people doing massive things having Crazy huge, things. beautiful impact that I want to have so that's what I see all day every day and I think you know great way to regulate into it, it makes it very normal in your life But I have seen people talk about this and it's funny because it's like I see it and I understand it from the outside. Like, yeah, that does make sense. I bet that would happen. No idea what it would actually feel like when you're in it. But I have a question. It feels so unrelatable. (laughs) You're like, oh, no, first world problems. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. I have a question for you, though, because I feel like, again, there's two streams of thought a little bit with this about following those sorts of people having crazy success Mm. in business and about saying like some business mentors, coaches will tell you to stop following them because you get inspired by them. But what Mm. works for them won't work for you. And you don't know, like (coughs) they that's taken them three years, but there are some overnight things have happened quickly for some of these people that I'd reckon me and you both look up to. Yeah. And so like where, where's the line between following those sorts of people that have like crazy illogical results yeah. And making you you feel less than and getting stuck in the comparison versus the, oh no that's possible for me. Mm, that's is, it, is, it the, is it a type of person? Is it a type like? Because mm. it seems like that's been a positive thing for you, whereas I've seen it in some people that even we know that would follow similar accounts and it's been a negative thing for them and it's holding actually holding them back. Yeah, yeah. Well, people get that like strategy overload, overload where they're like, I've got to do what they're doing. I've got to do what they're doing. And they change, chop and change constantly. And I reckon that's it, hey. Yeah. They try to model themselves off that rather yeah. than just using it as like belief that it can happen. But it also can be, you know, I mean, we all know that those people posting, posting money figures and stuff online, like massively triggering for all sorts of people. But we also know that triggers yours. It's not theirs. So I think it really comes down to where you're at in that journey and what feels safe to you. And I think, you know, I think if you're having that experience where you're seeing people like that and it's making you feel less than and it's triggering you and it's pissing you off or it's holding you back, like explore that. It's not anything to do with them, of Mm. course. Like it's where are you at and where are you letting that, where are you letting that wobble you? For me, I think, yeah, that was a really good point you made that it's about like the strategy. Like I I see what they're doing. It doesn't pull me off my strategy. I just... I just, for me, it's purely filling. They are just evidence in my evidence. It's just a frequency. Yeah, I just love making it feel so normal and, like, it's happening all day, every day. Every woman out there who wants to do it is just doing it and it's happening. Like, 
it just brings so much safety and normal of it into my world but I never compare to them because I just know we're in like such a different place in our journeys but again it's that security in I know where I'm going and that is happening for me in my perfect timeline so it really doesn't matter if I'm at like 1k a month right now and they're at a million like I'm getting there give me a minute like (laughs) I'm not gonna be beating myself up the whole way to get there but yeah, I think it can be such a beautiful thing. That's a pretty like common topic of discussion I feel at the moment of like, you know, is social media bad for you because it's bringing you down. It's like, bro, you control your feed. Mm. Like also lots of judgment around people who share numbers online and who mm. don't. And I'm just it's interesting because I'm like it doesn't trigger me either way, hey. And I'm like I follow some people and I'm like they just post numbers and I've known people that have been in their containers who have had bad experiences and I'm like, yeah, they're not posting any social client Mm. stories or anything like that so you can kind of see but there's people posting their numbers where I'm also like you're a good fucking human and what you're doing in the world is awesome and I can feel your heart yeah and I'm like I feel like people take actions and behaviors out of the context yeah of like who that person is Mm. and the overall business that they have yeah for sure I think I think numbers just in generally can be triggering for people and again it's it's your own shit to work through but like yeah, you do. There's a massive difference in that. You see people who just are so passionate and like just so excited for themselves and their clients and what they're building. And that, like, you know, for me, it's like going through this experience. I'm like, oh my God, I'm like impacted these people so much that they want to keep hanging out with me and they want to be in the next program. And people that meet me one time and are like, yes, that's like who I want to be around. Like, that's all so special and beautiful. And I never want to lose that. But you do see some people where it's like just this like robot number kind of mm. constant posting and you're like, who who are you there? <laughs> like what do we do in this container that you sell for million billion dollars? Like what actually happens in there? Who are your who are your humans? How are they going? <laughs> That's what I want to hear about. Yeah, hundred percent. I love this. Mm, this is fun. Thank you for this. Should we talk about all of the um shit business <laughs> But I'm like, that's probably more recent in my experience. Yeah, I feel like we've just, you know, like, guys, don't get the wrong impression. <laughs> we've been wobbling back and forward, up and down, like in every different direction. I don't. I think people just don't, if you're not in business, and even if you're in business, like I just really want this to feel normalised. Like I don't think people are telling you enough when you're in a new business and if you're not following heaps of like business owners that are growing online, like, just no one tells you that this is the hardest and most growy and stretchy and expansive and beautiful but challenging thing you'll ever do. Like, And the business growth, if your business is growing, like your personal growth never ends. And it's not this thing where it's like, oh, okay, I'm settled. I have it now. It's like, no, if you want to go to the next level, then your emotions and your feelings and your nervous system are going to come with. And it's not cute immediately. Like 100%. And I think that's who makes it. Is if you like, you actually genuinely enjoy that process of personal evolution. Mm, yeah, I've had a couple of really beautiful conversations with people lately about like they've been building their businesses, and the first year or two, actually, you've said this a couple of times as well. Like the first year or two, they like they as a human, and if you're watching them on socials, you're like, oh, like grown massively, and you you think because the person's the brand, you just think like business grown massively, like just a changed human because they've done all of that evolution personally through that time and like your your human growth and your 
business growth don't aren't always exactly on par but just know that both of those like they're coming together they are coming together they are adding to each other like but sometimes it just feels like you are doing like your head's in the mud you are doing like the hardest work the hardest growth you've ever done and like the bank account don't match right this second but like it it will come and that work really adds up and if you can have that mindset of like stay the course know where I'm going just stick to the fucking plan love it so much on the way like it will all come together but yeah usually that's the part people give up because they didn't know it was going to be this hard or no one's there being like yeah bro you're doing exactly the right fucking thing or like it just gets too much which is understandable you've been there a day or two but you've been through that Hannah like we talk about like the bank account and the human not always matching and 100 percent, 100 and I feel like I genuinely had so much personal growth that I had to go through to have a successful business. Mm -hmm. I've always been academic. Like, I mean, that's like the the intelligence piece. I know I'm intelligent. I've never struggled with that. You know, like school was, you know, it was easy ass for me. I could study and like that's something that comes naturally to me. But the actual personal evolution Mm -hmm. to actually hold the business and the people like I was such a deeply insecure person Mm. like deeply insecure and if you I think deeply insecure people can build a business but it's going to be really hard and they're going to do it from that place of like ego and trying to prove themselves and it's going to feel so heavy right and they're going to get to the end and be like I still feel like shit Mm. even with the money even with that and I've always been so conscious that I don't want to build my business from that like from that place and so I felt like for me on my business journey I had a slower progression at the start because I genuinely my human needed so much work like Mm -hmm. so much work like I remember like it was less than two years ago that I could hardly get on a story and speak yeah and speaking is technically part of my genius zone do you know what I mean? Like that's, and that's one of the your thing that I, things now. it's one of my favorite things. It's the thing that I want to do. Yes. It's the thing that I want to do in my business. And it's the thing that continues to be my wobble every mm. time I have to actively choose it. Cause it's the thing that scares me the most. Right. So yeah, I feel like you can't compare either. Cause I feel like I'm at a point too now where I'm like exponential growth. I'm like on the curve. Yeah. It's do you know now, what I mean? Yeah. It's like my mind has never been linear. It's been up, down, here, there, everywhere. Mm-hmm. But I can feel the difference in my human. Yeah. And that's the thing. Like that's the thing when you talk about how long it takes to build a business. It's honestly more like where's the human starting from? Because like for me, the reason this has been so fast, I've been wobbling through business since I was 18. I've been doing that shit for like 14 years already. So I started from a place that was already – Like there was a lot that I knew, there was a lot that I already was able to hold. Like I had a lot of the strategy skills and stuff in there. So most people, when you start business, first of all, you've got no strategy skill whatsoever. But secondly, wherever your confidence level is at, like personally, wherever your worthiness is at, all that sort of stuff, like it's gotta, it's gotta come to the party and that like, there's no timeline for that. It's really you personally going through that growth. And, and also I think you see that where you see that in your business is in your offers, your ideal clients, your messaging, like that really grows and changes over time. And most people through their first year of business will be like, right, I've got this idea. I'm going to sell this. I'm going to sell this many of them. You know, I'm going to run it twice a year. That's going to be it. And it's like, 
cute plan, but like two months later, you're like, fuck that offer. I need to do something totally different. And it's actually go through that cycle quite a few times till you really land on the things that are for you. And even then, again, guys, it's never finished. We like, we'll land on something, we'll crush it, we'll sell that shit, make lots of money, make lots of people really happy, get a few months, a few years deep, and then be like, you know what? There's something more for me. <laughs> and pull it all apart and do the next thing, which will be even more beautiful. But come with all of our uncomfy growth again. And yeah, the more space you can give to that and trust that that's part of the path. It's not, you had it wrong before. Like this is, that was meant to happen. So we can do this now. Oh, so much easier business gets to feel because you're just in that place of trust instead of like, I fucked it up or it's like up and down all the time or there's no consistency or I don't know what I'm doing. It's like, you actually know exactly what you're doing and you're doing the right thing. You just keep moving forward. hundred percent. And like, I think that's, a journey where you have to get super comfortable with failing, <laughs> making mistakes. So much failing and failings where, gosh, like if this ain't a conversation we've had like the last few weeks, like failing is where all the clarity comes from. And like, and also I, oh, I just so deeply believe that when you know where you're going and you so trust that like that's the path for you, when something doesn't work out, like it's probably not because you, like sometimes it's like, yeah, I did it a bit wrong and I needed to learn that. But feel like 99% of the time it's like I just I didn't give everything because it wasn't actually all of what I wanted to do like it wasn't the whole package or it wasn't quite on the right like timeline for me or it wasn't quite the right offer or I was making it smaller than I wanted it to be or I was like sending it to the people I thought I should or I thought we're gonna buy and it just somewhere in there it like wasn't a true reflection of where you're actually trying to go and who you want to be. And it was like, what's the universe going to do? Let that succeed and confuse you further? No, it's going to like put it in the bin for you so that you can like hustle on this process and get your clarity and move forward. 100%. How do you feel about that, Hannah? I feel like we've just, you've just been through that with one of your big programs. 100%. So that was through my launch of Like a Woman, which did not go how I wanted it to go. But it's like the most beautiful thing right now. Yeah, with we all how been it's, there. <laughs> like I was just presenting in it this morning. And it's quite interesting because I feel like there's programs where the launch doesn't go how you want it to go. And so you think, okay, the program wasn't right. I don't really like it. And you bail and you go to the next one. Mm. Where it's quite interesting with um, both with Fully Charged and like a woman, my two signature programs. And I call them signature now because I'm so certain about them. And I'm like, these are my, this yep. is what I'm meant to do. Because even with what was a flopped launch in terms of like the numbers I wanted to meet. I, um, I'm so passionate about it. Yeah. Like, and as I'm delivering it, my soul lights up. And yeah. so I'm like, I don't care how long or what I have to do to get mm-hmm. this out. Like I'm committed to this journey. Love that. Um, but it's interesting because the, uh, during that launch, I had so, I had a lot of wobble. <laughs> I had a lot of wobble. Some of that wobble we'll probably talk about in another podcast around um, certain feminine urges in the season <laughs> of motherhood that might be coming up. Yeah. Um, and navigating, well, yeah, what I actually want. Yeah. Um, being a type A, amb- ambitious, driven person that's really committed to service. And then also this season of motherhood, which, yeah, we're going to talk about in another podcast. But then also I really – to really honour my value and what I was doing with Like a Woman, I really had to give up clinical naturopathy mm. because it's just – it's a different program. It is not treating 
yeah, it's just really, really different to other hormonal programs I've done. And I couldn't show up and lead in that way with that still that attachment to this clinical, yeah, that I was a clinical naturopath and that I treat. And I still had, I still am finishing off some like a lot of 12-week protocol clinical stuff. And it just, I was going through a season of business during that launch where I was like, I'm resenting my business. Mm. And like, I have some like beautiful clients in there. and Like I love helping them with their body, but like, it's just not for me. Yeah. And that's okay. Yeah. And I've had a lot of wobbles in my career, um, being I'm a six line in human design. So I'm under 30 and <laughs> I'm, a, I'm, a, I'm a three line. So I'm learning a lot by trial and error. And yeah. usually it'll play out at least in one part of your life. And for me, it's really played out in like my purpose and my career. Mm-hmm. And I've always had so much pressure in that part of who I am because it was like, oh, but you got the OP1, like you could study whatever you wanted to, you can go do medicine, you can go do this, like do whatever you want. And I was like, but I don't know what I want. And it's taken me three degrees, three failed careers. Every time I'd I'd finish something, I'd start it and go, oh, I've lost the passion. This Mm. isn't it. Shit. (laughs) Like, and so even with clinical naturopathy, I was like in an actual clinic for really not that long before I was like, this doesn't work. And I was like, who the fuck am I <laughs> to say that this whole system doesn't work? And um, so I've had a lot of wobbles just in terms of like my career and what I'm here to do. And I get bored very quickly. Like I'm someone who can, I'm constantly hungry for information. Mm-hmm. And so I'm constantly hungry for new modalities. Like I want, one of the big reasons that I want money is to constantly invest in learning new things, learning new skills, learning new tools to evolve my human to then give me better resources to help other humans and to draw upon that. And so I'm like, I can't attach my identity to one modality Yeah. or I'm going to be so boxed in. And I'm like, I felt like I couldn't breathe mm. in my business Yeah. because that's how I was identifying. And I was like, this is not me. It's like one really cool part of something that I'm good, good at and that I have skills in and that I can do, but it's not me, Hannah. Like that's not where my zone of genius is. And I teach on this like all the time. And it was still, I was coming every time I'd have, like I do my private mentorship where I do naturopathy, but I do so much deeper. Like we hardly talk about that to be honest. We we treat the body to get it right. Um, But then that's not what that mentorship is about. And I'm like, I freaking love that space. But every time I'd like wouldn't sell one of my high ticket mentorships that month or like my program didn't go how I wanted to, I'd fall back and I'd be like, oh, well, I'll just offer some cheaper 12-week 12, protocols for people because I'm not willing to do one-off. That's just not in my value system. And I was like, I need to be integral about that. And then I'd end up resenting my business. So it was just this default of like going to my zone of excellence. Oh, people won't pay me for my zone of genius. So I have to do my zone of excellence. Which going back to the safety. Yeah, yeah. And so it was just after Like a Woman that I actually finally made that that call that I'm like, I'm going to say no. Mm. Then I had this, like the next week, full, like a woman started and I, yeah, I didn't meet the numbers I needed to. And I was like, and now I don't have my safety net of things. That, and so it's been so uncomfortable. So uncomfortable. But I know and I trust and like I'm not just saying this, like in my bones I know that this is opening the space. Mm. I just have to hold, like I have to hold my no to get my yeses. Yes, I love that. And so such a powerful message, but also like that is 
that's what's so fucking hard. Like, can you hold it through this abyss of like, I haven't got what I want yet and I've just let go of the safety net and like. And there's some people that would disagree with that, right? That's like, no, keep your safety net, keep this or that. And I'm like, that's just never worked for me. Like, yeah. Well, your like, (laughs) your generator energy is like so fiery. It's like, you know, even though you're in, you'll be in that dark night of the soul, like mess of it. And then you get into your call of like a woman and you're so fired up and having the best bloody time. And you're like, there's no fucking way this can be wrong. Like, this is the path. Like, there's no way that it gets to feel this good. And I'm just like, oh, no, get back in my neutropathy box. Like, just no. Like, that's where – I think that's where the belief comes from as well. Like, can you trust those bodily, like, excitements for you and know that, yeah, there's no way you're on this earth to just, like, do things that don't feel right to you. Like, chase after those things and create the space for those things feel even though it's bloody scary 100 mm-hmm. and like I said like I teach on this like this is a big part of my work <laughs> and it constantly comes up for me like I feel like we teach the lessons that we constantly and you know I talk about this from a human design lens um in fully charged about where our open and undefined centers are that's where all our shit usually is <laughs> but once you've like really cleaned that up you've got so much wisdom in those yeah. centers that that's often where you actually end up teaching from is these, is these, um, these, these centers, um, once you've done the work, do you know what I mean? But because, because that's your vulnerable spot, there are going to be things that continue to come up in those centers for you. And they definitely come up for me. And so I feel like this is a, um, it's just a common theme and pattern in my life. And I'm constantly choosing the body, constantly yeah. choosing the body, constantly choosing what, feels good and the path of like yeah where my intuition Mm. is leading me and it's never the logical path yeah because when I try to explain it to men (laughs) in my life (laughs) doesn't always make sense and I say just trust me and they're like yeah you said that last time and I'm like no just trust me and oh but isn't that the way like yeah I think everyone successful and like living their dream that you ever come across will tell you that there were times like that where it was just so wobbly and so uncomfortable and they didn't have the facts and figures and like easy to prove this is going to work out like there just was this place of trust and surrender and like it feels good to me and I know in my loins that this is for me so I'm just going to keep going even though it's terrifying and hard and scary a hundred percent one hundred percent and I think the things that always help me is that I choose to that I want. I want to play in the illogical. I don't want to play in the like the logical linear path. Like I don't want to do that. Yeah. Um, I don't want to have to slog it out to be successful. Like because my whole movement is service without sacrifice to like stop being a martyr. So I'm like I'm not going to martyr myself for my business either. Like so I have to find and I have to believe in another way. And I'm like there is evidence everywhere for it. Mm, and yeah. I know like and I feel like I can say this and I feel like you can say this because I'm like I trust myself like I'm not afraid of working I'm not afraid of hard work like by do you know what I mean I'm not afraid of pain I freaking love it like I love training hard like physically like I, I love a bit of grit and determination yeah and when it calls for it it'll be there but I'm not going to do it to force things in my life because I just refuse like I refuse that like I've had chronic <laughs> fatigue for 20 years yeah I'm done like that is such a firm no for me. And like that affects sometimes my personal relationships. 
Mm. when people think you should be doing something else and I'm like that's a no for me like I will not sacrifice my energy like I love that because I yeah like I've had such a big part of my life where I'm like fuck like I could have lived back then yeah oh that's hard (laughs) I I don't regret anything it was such a big piece of my journey and I'm like so grateful for it and that's why I'm I do the work that I do and that's the biggest part of my mission yeah always the way yeah <laughs> the hard thing turns into our power mm. I feel like there were so many good pieces in there and like so many good shares I think I just know for myself like I really I really needed all of those stories and all of this kind of evidence like when I was going through like you know there's just nothing like going through a failed launch and just seeing that post or someone else say something and be like yeah like when I launched this I too had like one client sign up or no client sign up or whatever it was and then you know a year later this is all happening for me and it's beautiful and it's like just so comforting in those moments to know it's not like that again like it's part of the path it's not about you being a failure it's just part of the journey that you need to go on to get where you're going and if you can if you can build that resilience like I feel like there's a reason we go through all those parts in our business it's to build that resilience to build that safety and like you know, sure, when you're a millionaire and you're doing launches then and now you need 500 clients to sign up, it's the same fucking thing. It's just on a way bigger, scarier level. So can you hold it at the two, three clients and then like and learn how to do that and feel safe so that mm-hmm. you can get to the 10 clients, so you can get to the 20 clients? Like, I also think a big piece for me was um, like – in my line of work, I'm constantly trying to get women to not attach their worth to their effort mm. and their their work, right? But at the same time, I'm still learning not to attach that to the outcome. Yeah. Like I, I feel like I've done – I've healed so much in terms of like, yeah, I don't get, oh, I'm lazy or I don't get the guilt's resting. I'm like, mm. <laughs> I don't feel like it. I feel, it's a Monday and I feel like reading my book, like, see ya. <laughs> Like, <laughs> Iron Flame just came out. Like, no, I've got a date with my shadow daddy. Yeah. Like, <laughs> do you know what I mean? I, I don't feel guilty about that. Yeah. Um, because I haven't attached that effort or that work um, to, yeah, my worth anymore. But then mm. there's still that piece of, like, can you still believe in yourself when you don't get the outcome? Yeah, massive. And I think that's been the, the next level of it for me. And it's mm. like I had to go through that to be like, actually, I do. Yeah, same. I think, I mean, when I launched the Best Life Blueprint and like, I don't know, I realised so, so much in that journey that you just pull numbers out your asshole. Like you just like, that people be like, how many people do you want in your launch? And you'd be like 10 because literally that's the number we all fucking say every single time. Like it just out my butthole means absolutely nothing to me. I've not run it through my financial calendar. Like it means, it literally has nothing to do with anything. It just is that ego number of like, I don't know. I should pick one. I guess it's that many. At the end of the day, I'm going to show up. I'm going to do the same number of posts. I'm going to do the same number of emails. I'm going to run the program exactly the same. I'm going to give the same amount of effort. It's all going to be exactly the same. I just put a number on it for no bloody reason. like And a number that I can't control. Like you don't control at what point these humans are at in their buying cycle and when they're actually going to click the button and when they're going to say yes or no or be ready to invest or have the financial means to invest or the emotional capacity to take that on or any, like you don't control that part. All you control 
is is your effort is your strategy is what you show up for and is what your belief system and everything is so like we can't attach ourselves our worth and everything to like an outcome that we literally have no control over like that's just giving giving your power away like and we do that of course we do that like it's a big deal we're putting all of our hearts on the table all of our cards on the table working our butts off and then we want the outcome but like when I went through that with the best life blueprint I said 10 and I ended up with three and like through that process I had that little wobble that we I had actually a really solid launch in terms of I felt really good like yeah 99% of the way through I had that little wobble for a second where I was like like there's no way we're getting the 10. And then I was like, when have you ever had three people sign up to a course you made? Like, that's so sick, dude. That's so fucking cool. And then I was just in this energy of like, hell yeah. And it was still like one of your biggest months in your coaching business. Yeah, it was the most I'd ever sold in my business. It was the most clients I'd ever held at one time in this business. It was like, like it was the, the biggest success. And I was about to miss how good and how big that success was by being like, oh, I didn't get my butt number of 10 though. Like who, like who gives one fuck? Like, and I think we just can get so caught up in that. And it's like, it's been the most beautiful container. And I'm so bloody glad I got to have a container with three people. Cause what, I'm probably about to go into one with heaps of people. And like, would I have been ready to just show up for like 10 people in a call? Like, I don't, I don't know. <laughs> I don't know if I would have, <laughs> to mm. be honest now. Like, so I'm so glad that I've had the opportunity and it's just been beautiful. I've built such nice, relationships with those people all those things like this again feels so good there's no way that it wasn't part of the path and exactly what we were meant to be doing 100 percent. and I feel like if there's any takeaway from this podcast is like because I've been we've both been navigating the wobble and it's like just can you believe in yourself in the success and keep going and can you believe in yourself when it's failing and when it's hard mm. like can you believe in yourself through the wobble yeah, can you stay on mission and just know like if it feels good, it's meant for you. And the wobble isn't the part that feels good. You know what the feel good feels like. But if that's so exciting there's and an true to you, like there's no way it's not meant for you. 100%. The only way you fail is to bail. <laughs> Even if you bail, just come back. <laughs> you can bail a couple of days. We've all bailed a couple of days. Just come back on Monday. <laughs> you might be in a point in attachment style. It's yeah. fine. <laughs> Oh, all right. Let's wrap it up. I feel like that was such a delicious wobbly episode. We'd love to know how you guys are wobbling. Don't be afraid to share. (laughs) And we'll see you on the next episode. Bye. If you enjoyed this episode, please share it on your social media and tag us on Instagram at Hannah Ann Co and at Best Life Phoebe. And we're so excited to see you next week.